On the farm today, we focus in on fertilizing pastures and hay stands. Joining me right now is Victoria Namath. Victoria is an agri-environmental specialist with Saskatchewan's Ministry of Agriculture. And Victoria, to begin with, why is it important that we even look at fertilizing our forages? Yeah, thanks, Glenda. So it's really important to fertilize our tame forage stands um, because it improves the productivity and longevity of those forage stands. So often our tame hay and pasture stands can be overlooked when we're making fertility decisions on farming operations because forage stands have been traditionally thought of as, you know, more low input or low value. But, you know, when we do look at the nutrients that a forage crop is removing from the soil, um, it's easy to see how low nutrient levels in our soil can really um, limit our forage yield and shorten the life of our forage stands, which can really affect um, the productivity of our operation. So how much of each nutrient does a forage crop actually remove then? Forage crops, they're high users of soil nutrients. So the amount of nutrients that are taken off with a forage crop really depends on the management system that you have. So for example, if we have a hay crop that's 70% alfalfa and 30% brome grass, that crop is removing 50 pounds of nitrogen, 13 pounds of phosphate, 55 pounds of potassium and six pounds of sulfur per acre for every ton of dry matter that is produced and removed, which is a considerable amount when we think about it. And if you're using a pasture system where livestock are grazing, we do see less nutrients being removed to a hay crop. This is because our nutrients get removed by grazing animals and they get excreted back into the stand through urine and feces. Um, however, in a grazing system, we still will see nutrients being lost from the system. So if we looked at a pure grass stand, if we're taking off one ton per acre of dry matter, that crop will be removing 34 pounds per acre of nitrogen, 10, ton- 10 pounds per acre of phosphate, 43 pounds per acre of potassium, and 4 pounds per acre of salt. So, Victoria, why are these nutrients important? What does it? What do they actually bring to, to the stand or, or the forage? Each of the nutrients are nitrogen, phosphate, potassium, and sulfur. They play a different role in the plant, and that changes depending on what type of stand we have growing. So, a pure grass stand, like I mentioned before, really requires um, nitrogen and phosphate. So, the greatest yield response will be seen when we do apply nitrogen to that grass stand. And um, phosphate is also important in establishment and root development. If we have a high legume forage stand, you know, such as a 50% alfalfa, 50% grass hay, um, they won't respond very well to nitrogen just because our alfalfa plants are fixing their own nitrogen. However, our other nutrients like phosphate, potassium, and sulfur are especially important in stands with high amounts of legumes because they're key nutrients for successful establishment good root development, reducing the susceptibility of certain diseases, and increasing winter hardiness and aiding in stand survival. So they do play an important role. So how much should producers be looking at applying then? So the amount to apply on our forage stands can be determined through getting your soil tested. It's a really good starting point to understand the nutrients that are available in the soil for our forage crop to use. And we really want to make sure we're replacing the nutrients that we're taking out of the soil to ensure we get good production and good stand longevity. 
And so there are different options available for applying these nutrients as well. They can be through applying commercial fertilizers, um, but there are also alternative sources of nutrients such as spreading manure on our land or through extensive feeding practices as well. And when is the best time to look at applying your fertilizer? So the best time um, to apply is in early spring when the temperature is cool right before a rain. So if you can get uh, a rain on that fertilizer, it'll ensure that our mobile nutrients like our nitrogen and sulfur are able to get washed into the soil. And this is for, you know, for broadcasting on um, already established stands. And, you know, if you do want to get a soil test, the best time to soil test is late fall or early spring when the soil is still cool. And that way we can accurately reflect what is available for those forage plants in the spring. That's Victoria Namath, an agri-environmental specialist with Saskatchewan's Ministry of Agriculture. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen-Bossler.